0: Good morning, and welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistat, Missouri. I am Darren Shane, your announcer for this fifth Sunday of Easter. The Reverend Jake Sletten will deliver today's message. Assisting in the worship service is the organist, Reverend Ben Schumacher, and the acolytes are Peyton Minning and Vanson Minnie. Today's broadcast sponsored by the Dorcas Ladies Aid in honor of and in thankfulness for all mothers. May God bless us as we worship together.
1: have just a few announcements before we continue on and begin our worship service this morning. First of all, happy Mother's Day to all mothers here today. We are so very thankful for you, and we'll have a special prayer for you during our prayer of the church, so thank you very much. Also, I was made aware just a, a few moments before worship that there's an error with the large print bullets, and we sincerely apologize for that. Um, I believe that the the back pages were not printed, so we sincerely apologize about that. We'll make sure that we get that corrected for next week. Um, Also, there is a incorrect hymn for the hymn of the day. The hymn of the day that you see there is not the one that we're going to sing. Um, the The one that we are gonna sing is number 411, 411, okay? I don't know if it made it on the, yeah. It did there, it made it up on the boards here. So it's number 411, I want to walk as a child of the light. That will be the hymn of the day and not Precious Lord Take My Hand. And. We need information for eighth grade, high school, and college graduates. Please get this information to us this week uh, by, uh, by May, because on May the 21st, we will recognize all of our graduates. You may wear your caps and gowns, and and we will enter church as a group. So please make sure to get that information to the church office. We also invite you to join us every Sunday morning for Sunday school and Bible class that begins at 8.45 uh, over in the school building. Also, if you are in need of nursery care this morning, our nursery is right outside of the sanctuary. Hang a left and go all the way to the smaller chapel that is on that wing of the building. If you're not sure, one of our ushers will be able to direct you to that place. And so with that, then, let's begin our service today with a word of prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for this morning, and we ask that, uh, that as we worship you now that you would give us, Lord, a zeal for your house of worship here. We thank you, Lord, for all of the saints that are gathered here this morning, for all of the saints, Lord, who have gone before us. And we thank you, Lord, for their faith. Uh, And now, Lord, we pray that you would send to us an extra measure of your Holy Spirit as we sing, as we speak, and as we hear about your amazing love for us. We pray all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Our opening hymn is Christ Be My Leader. That's number 861-861. Amen. stand. We begin this morning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Let us then confess our sins unto God our Father. Most merciful merciful God. God, So Almighty God in his mercy has given his Son to die for you and for his sake forgives you all of your sins. So then in the stead and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I therefore forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. His
2: praise
1: I will extol you, O Lord, for you have drawn me up. And I have not let my host rejoice for me. O Lord, my God, I cry to you for help. And you have healed me. O Lord, you have brought up my soul from Sheol. You restored me to life from among those who have died and contributed. Sing praises to the Lord o, Lord, o you his saints. And we give thanks to
2: his holy name.
1: For his anger is but for a moment. And his favor is for a lifetime.
2: We for the night, the of the morning. Glory Lord, be to we the, the Father, Lord,
1: and to and the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, as it was in the, was the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song.
2: Is praise
1: in peace, let us pray to the Lord. Amen. save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, merciful Father, since you have wakened from death the shepherd of your sheep, grant us your Holy Spirit, and when we hear the voice of our shepherd, we may know him who calls us each by name and follow where he leads. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Please be seated.
3: Our first reading this morning is from the Book of Acts, chapters six and seven. and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem. And a great many of the priests became obedient to the faith. And Stephen, full of grace and power, was doing great wonders and signs among the people. Then some of those who belonged to the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, and of the Cyrenians and the Alexandrians, and of those from Cilicia and Asia, rose up and disputed with Stephen. And Stephen said, Brothers and fathers, Hear me, you stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. As your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets did not your fathers persecute? And they killed those who announced beforehand the coming of the righteous one, whom you have now betrayed and murdered, you who received the law as delivered by angels, and did not keep it. Now when they heard these things, they were enraged, and they ground their teeth at him. And as they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. This is the word of our Lord.
0: We will not have special music by the man's glee under the direction of Lori Evett.
1: Very much, men's glee. It's now time for all the young disciples who are here today to come forward for the children's message with Mr. Dryman. Also, make sure to bring up your mighty mites as well for the offering.
4: August. What special day is it? Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Do you know where Mother's Day came from or how old Mother's Day is? Any idea? Keenan? what do you think? really didn't originate from God even though God used Mary as one of the mothers of his son but I looked it up and tried to see what the history shows about Mother's Day and I was interested in finding that it was about the late 1800s that there were two women are actually credited with coming up with an idea of honoring women because they were kind of struggling with some recognition back in that time in our history But they were wanting their sons to show them some favoritism by treating them really, really nice. And one of the things that evolved from all of this was a Mother's Day. Mother's Day is celebrated in over 40 countries. We in the United States celebrate Mother's Day on the second Sunday in May, which that's today. Mother's Day has no federal recognition. It's not a federal ho- holiday. Therefore, stores, businesses, and stuff are open on Mother's Day. But on Mother's Day, we do special things for moms. But let's think about one of, some of the special things that mothers do for you. And I was thinking of some silly things. Any of you ever have your mom do this? A lot lick their fingers and adjust something maybe on your face or they come up and they run their fingers through your hair or they adjust your clothing. Mothers are good for that. But stop and think. I think in a lot of homes if moms didn't cook we might not have food to eat. We might have to be going out and buying fast food because mom cooks a lot of our meals. Dads might help, brothers and sisters might help, but mom does the cooking. Our clothes stay nice and clean because mom washes them, right? Homes stay fairly clean inside because mom cleans the house. And so what do we give in return? I was looking at this up here. It says we give them cards, gifts, flowers, candy, jewelry, all right, special treatment, beauty treatments, maybe get let them go do their nails and their toes and put the fancy colors on there and so forth. But the most common one is they take them out for lunch. Today, I wonder how many restaurants are going to be full or have special deals for mothers. But what's unique here is that we celebrate Mother's Day to give them some honor and say thank you. And so that's what I'm hoping my message will be to you today is that sometime during this day, you give your mom a great big hug and say, I love you and thank you for all you do for me and for our family. Can you do that? All right, let's close with prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for my mother. Who does all things for me? We thank you that, Lord, you had a mother and that you cared for her. Bless all mothers today in your son's name. Amen. Thank you for coming up.
3: Our epistle lesson this morning is from 1 Peter, chapter 2, verses 2 through 10. Like newborn infants, long for the pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up to salvation, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. As you come to him, a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious, you yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood,
1: Please rise. The Holy Gospel this morning, according to St. John, the 14th chapter. Jesus said, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, But I have told you that I go there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. And you know the place to where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. This is the Gospel of our Lord. Please be seated. We sing our next hymn, number 411, I Want to Walk as a Child of the Light. Will you all pray with me, please? Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father, and to the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for for this morning's meditation is from the Acts lesson that was read just a few moments ago. You'll you want to have that in front of you because we'll be referring to it this morning as we go along. A few summers ago, I had the great opportunity to officiate a wedding that was in central California. And on the way up, we took the freeway because it was the fastest way up and I needed to get there and so I, and that was the most direct route. And so we took the freeway on the way up. But once we arrived at the wedding, some of our congregation members insisted that we take the Pacific Coast Highway home, which I thought, okay, great, that sounds fun, and they said, oh, you just, you absolutely have to go, it is just the most picturesque drive that that you've ever taken. And so we did, and the scenery was beautiful. There was the expansiveness of the Pacific Ocean on our right side, there was the Glory and the majesty of the mountains that were on our left side. And I am quite certain that my wife and my children and my mother in law really enjoyed the view. Because I couldn't. And the reason why I couldn't, if you've ever driven on the Pacific Coast Highway before in Central California, you know that that road goes like this for five hours the whole way. And it was really difficult for me to really take in any of the scenery because I was too busy concentrating on the road making sure that we didn't fall off the cliff. There were mountains and cliff sides in front of the the curves in these roads and I couldn't see past them. So I had to keep my focus on the road while everybody else got to enjoy the beautiful scenery. The same can be said of how the things of this world can block our view to the beauty and the majesty of God's kingdom. And even though there are things that occur in our lives that block our view of the majesty of God's kingdom and, and everything therein, the Holy Spirit makes a promise to us. He promises us that he will, by his power, remove all of those things so that we can see the glory of the kingdom of God more fully, that we can keep our eyes fixed on his kingdom, and certainly on the final kingdom that will be revealed on the last day. And so today and this morning, we consider the death of Stephen in our text from Acts. And go ahead and take a look at that with me. And as we do so, may we keep this truth in mind, that when our view of the kingdom is blocked... That the Holy Spirit then intercedes through his power so that our eyes can stay focused on the glory that is waiting for us in the new heavens and the new earth. There are many things that can block our view of the kingdom of God on earth. Many things that distract us from keeping our eyes fixed on his kingdom. And we're going to go through some of those in just a a few moments. In our text... The scribes and the elders, they stoned Stephen. They killed him because they could not see the kingdom of which Stephen preached. According to verses 1 through 2, there were some Christians whose daily physical needs were not being met. Let's take a look at verse 1. Now, in these days when the disciples were increasing in number, a complaint by the Hellenists arose against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution, going on to verse 2. And the twelve then summoned the full number of the disciples and said, it is not right that we should give up preaching the word of God to serve tables. There were some in the fellowship who were not being taken care of. Their physical needs were not, not being met in the way that they were supposed to have been being met. And so the apostles decided that they didn't want that to distract them, to take them away from their preaching of the word of God. And so they elected some other men then to take care of the daily physical needs of the people. And Stephen was one of those men that was chosen. Stephen then, according to verse 8, was of course then selected to be an overseer. And as it says, he was full of grace And power and was doing great wonders and signs among the people. And of course, it was only by the Holy Spirit, by only by his power, that he was able to accomplish these great things. But then Stephen's preaching is not heard by the elders, and it is not heard by the scribes. They can't see the kingdom. They can't see the kingdom because they could not see past the curves and their road. Curves that were man-made. Curves that were put there by themselves. You see, we are told in the scriptures that the only way that man is condemned is if he condemns himself. That the gift of God of everlasting life is a free gift for all. That he has came through his death on the cross and through his resurrection and purchased us, won us back for the kingdom of God and for him. The elders and the scribes couldn't see past the curves because they didn't believe. They didn't have faith in Jesus. We know this from verse 9. Then some of those who belonged to the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, of the Cyrenians and the Alexandrians, and of those from Cilicia and Asia, rose up and they disputed with Stephen. They didn't have faith in him. You see, the things of this world, things for which we create, can be just like those curves in the road that kept me from being able to view the beauty of the drive that we were on. And these things can be various things. They can be several things. But keep in mind, they are all things that we put in the way. The old expression or the old saying, well, the devil made me do it, Don't tell that to Jesus on the last day, because it won't work. Again, like I said, there are many and various things, many and various ways for which we put roadblocks in front of our view of the kingdom of God. One of those ways is the children for which God has blessed us with. I know that there is not every child in our church that attends our Sunday school. I know that because if, it, if that was the case, then we would be bursting at the seams with the children that we had. And I'm sure that there are various reasons for this. There are various reasons for why that is the case. But remember that the view of the kingdom of, of God is blocked only when we allow it to be. We think that, well, they go to Sunday school, and so that's enough. We put things ahead of devotional time with our families. We put things ahead of family time, I'm sorry, with with family prayer. Other times we are the ones who are doing the blocking. We are the ones who are blocking the view of the kingdom of God for others. I want to make this next point perfectly clear. If there is a grudge that you have towards anyone, towards anything, that you have been hanging on to, whether it's for a month, for a week, for the last year, for ten years, let it go. Let it go. And forgive. Forgive because that is what the Lord has commanded us to do. Love because he first Loved us, Jesus says. For if you do not forgive anyone their, their sins, neither will your Father in heaven forgive you. Let us not be those curves in the in the road for others. Let us not be the ones that block the view of the kingdom of God for others. Life is too short. Life is just simply too short. And so I will say this again. If there is a grudge that any of you have, something unforgiven that you have not forgiven somebody else of or, or something that you just can't let go, for the sake of the kingdom of God, for all of us, let it go and forgive. And forgive not just partially, not just, not just some of the way, but forgive the whole way. Because keep this in mind also. That if we were just forgiven partially, we would never make it. If Christ looked at our resume and said, well, there's no way that I can possibly forgive this person. There's no way that I can possibly love this person because, well, look at all of the things that they have done. Look how they have hurt me in the past. That's not how God looks at us. That's not how his son looks looks at us because if our resumes were put up and and that was the basis for which Christ forgave us, trust me, there is not a single soul in here that would, would make it. Nobody would. And so let us forgive as Christ has forgiven us. Let us not be the blocks in the road for others to be able to view the majesty and the glory and the splendor and the wondering I'm sorry and the wonder of the kingdom of God. Other things apply also. Jesus says very clearly that the eye is a lamp unto the body. I'm also going to add to that our ears are sort of a lamp unto our body also. What is it that we are allowing ourselves to see? What is it that we are allowing ourselves to hear? Whether it's through the things that we watch on television whether it's the things that we listen to, whether it's the music that we listen to, whether it is the people that we allow ourselves to be around. If we're not careful, even for the most mature Christian, if we're not careful, those things, trust me, they will affect us. They will affect you in some way. Slowly but surely, if we are not careful and if we are not Watchful over what we allow our eyes to see and what we allow our ears to hear, they eventually become roadblocks to viewing the kingdom of God in all of its glory, in all of its splendor, in all of its majesty. What we allow to go into our body for better or for worse always has an effect on us. But there is hope. There is wondrous hope because we are baptized. We are baptized children of the Heavenly Father. We have been given a promise by God through his Holy Spirit that he will keep us focused on the glory of the kingdom of God. You see, filled with the Holy Spirit, Stephen sees glory. The violence that he was enduring as stones were being hurled at his body could have blocked his view of God's loving kindness for him. Instead, the Spirit gives Stephen a view of heaven itself, and he sees the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Let's read that again, because the Bible says it a lot better than I could. Verses 55 through 56. But he, Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God, and Jesus standing at the right hand of of God. And he said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. All this while there were rocks and stones being hurled at him in order to kill him. He is still able to commend his spirit to the Lord. We too are granted a view of heaven even though the things of this world try to block it. The Holy Spirit moves parents to bring their children to the font to bring their children to Sunday school, to bring their children to worship. He moves grandparents and friends and fellow church members to pour the word of God into the children that we have been entrusted with, into their hearts and into their minds. The Holy Spirit is the one who moved the one who was sinned against to seek forgiveness. The Holy Spirit is the one who was the sinner to seek forgiveness from the one that they have sinned against. It is all done by the power of God's Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that moves that someone to take the initiative at reconciliation. And when these things happen, that is when, my friends, you will see the true meaning of heaven on earth. Where the forgiveness of of sins is being spoken freely. Freely where God's people are singing his praises as one body united in him, where we all can stand together and confess the words of our Christian faith using the creeds that we have been given. That is the kingdom of God. That is the view of the kingdom of God that Christ wants us to have by his spirit. Certainly, we see heaven on earth when we worship as well, when the body and blood of Christ, which is here before us this morning, broken and poured for the forgiveness of our sins. Interesting, too, that the bread and the wine will no longer be necessary in the final feast that is to come. You won't need it, because you will be in the presence of the Savior Himself. You will see him in all of his glory and all of his majesty with the nails holes still in his hands and in his feet and the, and the scar where the, where the spear pierced his side. I want to close with one of my favorite stories in the Gospels. According to Luke, the day that Jesus rides into Jerusalem. Some of the Pharisees didn't like what his di- disciples were saying because they were joining on and joining in with, with the crowds and singing Hosanna, and blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel who has come to us. And the Pharisees admonish Jesus, and they say, Rebuke your disciples. And Jesus says something that, I, I, that is just, an, I mean, it, it, it's a mic drop. If they keep quiet, the rocks will start to cry out. If they keep quiet, then my creation will begin to cry out of my glory and of my majesty. The point is this, that there is nothing that can happen, nothing that can happen to us that will stop the kingdom of God from coming. Luther says this. He says that the kingdom of God comes even without our prayer, but we pray in this petition that it would come among us also. Even though we may throw up things to block the view, the kingdom of God still comes. By the grace of the Holy Spirit, the view of the top of the hill of Calvary on which our Lord rescued us from all of our obstacles is the view that we see as we look forward to the day when there will be nothing else that will or can or is able to block our view of the glory and the splendor and the majesty and the grace and the good news that is in the kingdom of our Heavenly Father. Amen. Please rise. And it is through that power of the Holy Spirit that we now confess together the words of our Christian faith, and we do so using the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, At this time, we gather our tithes and offerings. Now is a good time to sign the red sign-in book that is in your pew. The sign-in book always starts on the aisle side and then moves its way out towards the window side. If you are the last person in the aisle on the window side, when you're done with it, please send the book back uh, towards the aisle. And the person who was last in the aisle, I'm sorry, is on the um, aisle side, please tear off the top sheet so that the elders can pick it up after worship. And so with that, we collect our tithes and offerings. In our prayers this morning, we have a few people that we want to remember. First of all, for those on our health list, from Melba McCord, Nancy McRoberts, Mary Fritz, Ella Kleibaker, Esther Holly, Flora Oberman, Landreth Worm, Erwin Kruger, Erna Shane, Janice Meyer, Myron Reed, Rosa Marie Griman, Carol McIntyre, Marilyn Stewart, Brenda Lawmaster, Caitlin Clybaker, Elmer Kaiser, Ethel Helmkamp, Dale Chapman, Dan Haines, Dustin Schmidt, Don Schmedicky, Clint Skaggs, and Joan Haines. Also for Bill and Jim Wilson, the husband and son of former member Ruby Klings- Klingsborn, they both have serious health problems. Also a prayer of thanksgiving uh, for the birth of a baby boy, Leighton Jason, to James and Kelsey Ledford. And also for those celebrating anniversaries for Stan and Fawn Hansen, as they will celebrate 29 years of marriage on May the 14th. And Ross and Jane Matledge, who will celebrate 40, 43 years of marriage on May the 17th. So we go to our Lord in prayer. Let us pray to our Father in heaven, who has made himself known to us in his Son. Almighty God, you sent your Son to be the way to heaven by his death and resurrection. And so we pray that you would comfort and enliven us with Christ the truth in your word and sacraments, that we might rejoice in him, our life, both now and forevermore. Lord, in your mercy, Heavenly Father, you honor the office of motherhood and make it a symbol of your church where your people are born in holy baptism and nursed with the pure spiritual milk of your word. Receive our thanks, Lord, this day for your gift of mothers. Bless them in their ongoing vocation of love, prayer, and sacrifice for their children of all ages, and grant that their labors might remind us of the new life you have given us through Christ and his bride. Lord, in your mercy... Almighty God, your Son honored you and became obedient even to death on the cross. Hear our prayers on behalf of children and youth. Provide them good and godly homes where they might be trained in your ways. And give them thankful hearts that honor their fathers and mothers as your servants. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, give us your grace on all of the nations of the earth. Especially, we beg you to bless our land and its inhabitants and all who are in authority. Cause your glory to dwell among us. Let mercy and truth, righteousness, and peace prevail everywhere. Lord, in your mercy. Jesus, we pray for our school in this, the last week of classes for the 2016-2017 year. Thank you, Lord, for graciously seeing us through to the end of another year where your gospel was taught in truth and in purity thank you lord for the staff and the faculty that we have and grant them a restful summer thank you lord for the students and the families that you have given to us and may they grow closer as families during this summer lord in your mercy gracious lord we also lift up a special prayer for all those that we know who are suffering whether it be physically spiritually or emotionally we pray especially lord for those who are on our health list and for all those that we name before you in our hearts. Lord, in your mercy. Christ, God, we also rejoice with those who pray to you with prayers of thanksgiving this morning. We give you thanks especially, Lord, for the birth of Leighton Jason, uh, and we give you thanks, Lord, for his birth. And we pray that you would be with his mother and with his, and with his father. And, Lord, that he be brought to the waters of holy bap, bap, baptism. Uh, and, Lord, that he would always know Jesus as his Lord and Savior. Also, Lord, we rejoice with those who are celebrating anniversaries. For Stan and Fawn and for Ross and Jane, Lord, we pray that you would bless them in this next year of marriage together. Draw them closer to you, Lord, draw them closer to one another, and always keep your watchful eye upon them. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, in Christ, you have made us a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, and a people for your own possession. We ask that you would keep your people in the one true faith, and grant that all who come to the supper this day might do so with repentant hearts, that thankfully receive your Son's body and blood. Lord, in your mercy. In and finally, Lord, we give you thanks for all those whom you have called out of darkness and into your marvelous light. With thanks for all the saints whom you have gathered to yourself throughout the ages, continue to enlighten us by your grace until we join them before your throne. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And so, people of God, the Lord be with you. lift up your hearts let us give thanks unto the lord our god it is truly good right and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you holy lord almighty father everlasting god through jesus christ our lord what had been hidden from before the foundation of the world you have made known to the nations in your Son. In him, being found in the substance of our mortal nature, you have manifested the fullness of your glory. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, everyone praising you and singing. The Lord Jesus Christ, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it, and gave it to his disciples, and said, Take eat, this is my body which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. In the same way also we took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and said, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me.
0: June 9th will be Trinity Lutheran Church Picnic. The Picnic Committee is asking everyone by helping to sign up for work, the games, and food services. The sign up sheets are in the north exit of the church. Also, they are asking for donations of ground beef. If you can donate any amounts, please contact Kay Kaiser at 417 849 3682 or leave a message at 417 235 7978. garage sale will be June 16th and 17th in the fellowship hall. Sale time will be Friday afternoon and Saturday morning. We will also be accepting donations from now until then. We will also appreciate help on Friday mornings for getting it set up and running the sale. Trinity Lutheran School is seeking someone to supervise after-school care for the 2017-2018 school year. Hours are every day from 3:30 to 5 30. Pay is approximately $300 per month. No experience or college needed. The mission of Trinity Lutheran Church is the preaching, teaching, and baptize, and sharing of love of Christ in our church, our community, and our world. Trinity's Children's Sunday School and adult Bible classes meet at 8.45 a.m. each Sunday in the school. A men's Bible study meets at 6.30 a.m. each Wednesday morning in the chapel. Several lady Bible studies groups meet during the week in surrounding areas. For more information, call the church office at 417-235-7300. The Lutheran Hour is our church's witness to the public marketplace. Today's message is, To Know God, Look to Jesus, based on John 14, verses 1-14. through For times and location near you, visit www.lutheranhour.org or contact the church office. These broadcasts are made possible by donations to the broadcast ministry of Trinity Lutheran Church. Please contact the church office at 417-235-7300 for how you can help. We will now rejoin the congregation during the celebration of Holy Communion.
1: And now may this, our Savior's body and blood, strengthen and preserve you in the one true faith until life that is everlasting, to part in his peace and joy. Amen. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us with this salutary gift. And we implore you that of your mercy that you would strengthen us through the same in faith towards you and fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. We sing our closing hymn, Stand Up, Stand Up for Jesus, number 660. Please be seated. I pray that you all would have a very blessed week coming up and again if you are a person who is graduating from either 8th grade, high school or college please let us know in the church office because we will be recognizing you on the 21st. Again happy Mother's Day to all mothers. I pray and we pray that your day is a very blessed one and look forward to seeing everybody next week.
0: It has been our pleasure to bring you this worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. We pray that you have benefited spiritually from this service and invite you to worship with us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. If you are not able to be with us in person, we invite you to listen by means of this broadcast on freistatradio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May His love surround you and His mercy be evident to you in all things. Your announcer has been Darren Shane.